Blog Talk Radio. Of course, 
there's the whole Android versus Apple thing, the iOS. I mean, I have an iPhone, and I know that over the last few months it's been in beta. They actually have a web app. You can go to a certain website and you can listen to the music as well. But I don't know how I don't know how much better the Android app is because I personally don't use Android. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward. I'm just looking forward to just seeing the competition and innovation because I mean another big thing that came out this week, Jay, was iTunes Match. Have you heard about that? Oh no, let me know a little about that. I haven't heard about that. iTunes Match is. Is a, is a service for Apple where they charge you $25 a year and they scan your entire computer or your iTunes library for music, whether it's music you bought from them or music that you bought from somewhere else or you ripped from a CD or got from places that I that don't need to be shared on this show. And they they actually will then, in the cloud, give you access to download copied like I like the same files or the same high quality files that iTunes has in their stores that they sell on iTunes. And basically you upgrade your entire library, whether you bought it from Apple or not, to to in some cases, in most cases, higher quality music. And you're able to download it to any of your Apple devices, whether it's your iTunes on your computer, whether it's your Mac or PC, or on your iPhone or iPod Touch or iPad. Well, I have a question. Okay, what does Apple do with all this data now? Apparently, you're paying your $25 a year fee to download their stuff, plus you, you upload your stuff and kind of give it to them. Do you, is there any uh, preps or... Is there any credits you get for giving them all your music and now they probably use it and recycle it? And, you know, I'm wondering how that works. That's probably a way that they're making money. Those are things which, I mean, Apple is a very secretive company. I'm sure that they're not going to tell us what they're going to do with that data. But But they do charge a fairly low price for the rights to be able to download it and re-download it anywhere and everywhere. And I think that that's certainly an advantage. So uh, I think it's a, good, it's a good advantage. So you can download it no matter where, where you're at, from any friend's computer? doesn't matter? As long as you know well, no, I think, it, I think it needs to be registered, but it's like, for example, I currently have an 8-gig iPhone. I only have so much music, but let's say I own a song that is not on my phone, but I've already paid for it. I already have it. It's on my hard drive on my laptop back at home, which I don't have. I can now just download it directly from Apple without paying any extra money, just paying $25 a year. My understanding is like almost 100% of that $25 is going directly to the record companies for the rights for the service. Okay. Wow. Okay. So in other words, it's a, tra- it's a traveling jukebox. Yes. It's something okay. where it's like you, you have the it's, – but it's like in a, in a different way of Google Music. I mean, in both of them, you have access to all of your music compared to somebody else's. And that is the issue, that it's – your music, and it is good. It is great, and but with Apple, it's more about having the physical files. I mean, with Spotify, I mean, you pay one, you can pay a certain amount of money a month, and you have access to almost every song, whether it's the ones that you own or the ones you don't own that are on Spotify. So, I mean, that's a okay. different way to go through it. Well, I, you know, one thing about the drawbacks on streaming, if you're in a bad reception area, uh, you won't be able to use Google because, uh, you know, so you, because, you know, streaming is over the air. So that might not be the greatest way to do things unless you're in one spot right. and not moving around. Yeah, if you want to – I don't think streaming in a car wouldn't work that way if you're traveling across country. Um, well, I know, that, I know that there's certain things like Pandora, which – 
a lot of the success has been that it downloads the music in the background. Mm-hmm. And it down as it downloads that music. I mean, basically, it's like while you're while you're playing the first song, it will download the next one or two songs. So when the first song is over, the second song most likely will begin. Or there's a certain pay service I use, which I've talked about having Sirius XM Radio, where I believe that they they have a stream. Their stream is something like a few minutes behind the live, what's going on live over the satellite. All okay. right, Jay, we've, all right, Jay, big news. We've got our first guest. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Loading, loading, Hi, loading. Is... Hello, Darren? Hey, yeah, this is Darren, Darren Brown on the line. Hey, Darren, how are you doing? It's Ian here in New York, Jay in California. Hey, how's it going, hey, guys? All right, all Excellent. right. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Excellent. So are you down in Florida today? Yeah, it's a nice, hot, sunny, beautiful day down in Florida. And I was uh, listening to you guys, uh, you know, talk about the different music that's out there. And I was listening to you in reference to XM and Sirius Radio, which is actually kind of funny because the uh, new card that I picked up has just recently offered that uh, as a membership for me. And I'm going back and forth as to whether or not I should pick it up. But one of the benefits that I see in having it is the uh, – uh, the diversity in music that it offers and the things that my kids and I talk about just going, just having the ability to go through different stations. Yes. And it's the fact that it's, that there's a lot, there's not so much searching and it's a passive experience. Like you're changing your channels on your TV or you're changing the stations of the conventional radio. I mean, the stations are already programmed. They have DJs and Sometimes that's great. I know that last night on my way home, I was listening to a song on one of their stations called Jam On. And it's a song which I've heard a few times on the station, a bunch of times that I had, that I bought the album. It shows you that someone's doing their work. I mean, I certainly think that with, with Sirius, it's like there are certainly cheaper options than Sirius. But, it's, but, but I certainly see the value in it. Uh, totally. You know, I, I have, uh, in, in going through the different stations, uh, just as a matter of fact, just last night, like you said, you know, you already have this, they already have it programmed, and, you know, you can see uh, one station, it says 70s, one's 80s, one's 90s. And, yeah. You know, just by being able to plug in, you know, you can uh, have a full, I had a full conversation with my kids about, you know, Marvin Gaye and Sam Cooke and, you know, even they could uh, relate to some of the songs because they get replayed in, in different shows, like, uh, you know, Glee from time to time. Uh, they're able to kind of have a reference to uh, the songs of, of uh, yesterday, so to speak. Excellent. And, and yeah, that's actually a great point that you brought up um, with your daughters and with your music. Like, what, like, tell me about, like, the musical buildup in your household today and really, like, what they listen to and how they listen to it, and yourself included. Well, you know, they uh, the, the kids are primarily uh, surrounded by uh, popular music. Uh, you know, they, the, the Lady Gaga's and the Bieber's and the Rihanna. Uh, I, st- I myself st- uh, still seem to be... Uh, connected to mo- much of the music of my my youth, even though it, it has changed uh, a great deal. Uh, but you know, I you know I grew up in the 70s, uh, and you know, hip hop was was just burgeoning at that time. And uh, you know, I I still I'm still a hip hop head. You know, even though some of the new some of my favorite uh, in listening to them, but you know, I, I still I still appreciate uh, the nuances of the culture, of the subculture, of the style. Uh, but, you know, they will immediately, not immediately, but, you know, uh, they will have a tendency to ask if they can switch the station if it's, if it's too much rap or hip-hop after a while just to hear, uh, you know, so they may be able to hear a Frank Bruno song or, or a Bieber or, or a Gaga song. Excellent. So 
Yeah, so tell us about your childhood and just as you're saying, like the music you had, like like what what was your parents' music? Like what was what are your first memories of listening to music as a kid? Oh man, I you know, I remembered uh the 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 Teddy Pendergrass and the Marvin Gaye and the uh the Smokies. And you know, my since my ma my mother is was an older uh parent and my grandmother uh they they were my both of them were were pretty close and they uh and they lived and we interacted household to household often i i had a kind of a sense of getting music from not just my mother's generation but even going back a little bit into my uh my grandmother's time with uh oh wow so maybe uh uh, uh Bessie Smith or uh ooh uh so, so I was trying to think of a, a favorite of my grandmother's from back in the day uh, whew, I, I'm trying to think of a favorite. I can't. It's not. It's not coming to me at the moment. But you know, she she grew up primarily around the uh, 20s and 30s. So you know, there there's some classics uh, that actually like uh, that uh, was were sung and resung maybe by say Ray Charles um, that I you know that I grew up kind of knowing just because I got uh, an opportunity to have some kind of cross-generational uh, music going in the household. Um, but my first album itself was actually given to me by uh, my sister, and i never forget it. It was um, uh, Flash and the Furious Five uh, was given to me for one Christmas, and I played it on the radio, on the, on the record player so many times, it was so scratched up you couldn't hear it anymore. Wow, yeah, records exactly. Yeah, I, even to this day, I still say records, uh, even though you know it's it's no longer. I mean, DVD is not even much of a, uh, a venue anymore. It's all you know. It's all digitalized now. It seems. It's the so music. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes, Jay. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Brown. I wanted to ask you. You mentioned your childhood, Teddy Pendergrass, Marvin Gaye, Smokey. Did you attend any of these concerts? Uh, with any family members, or at the time these guys were great, did you get a chance to go out to see any of these uh, great legends, uh, the Jackson Fives, or any of these people you mentioned? Yeah, Jackson, that's another big one. Yeah, uh, I no, I actually I was I wasn't able to. Uh, we uh, we came from a pretty modest uh, upbringing, so the the concentration of funds were in other areas. Uh, and the and the priority uh, funds were were in other areas. Uh, I mean, uh, I know that uh, every now and then, uh, my sister being a slightly older, maybe she might have been able to get out to uh, a few uh, concerts. I didn't really get to to re- I didn't start going to concerts until much older, uh, and then I was able to see some of the. Uh, acts later on, you know, in, in their day. Like, I, I didn't get a chance to see Smokey uh, Robinson until much later in life, and I had, to, uh, had the privilege to be able to meet with him. Um, and uh, I didn't see, oh, wow, I didn't see Earth, Wind, and Fire until the 80s, uh, late 80s, early 90s. Uh, so, I know, as, as young, younger, I no, I didn't get a chance to go out to see uh, any of the acts at all, and definitely not the hip-hop acts, because uh, they just... What, 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 Go ahead. I'm sorry. Brown, what, what, what about the local acts in your in your community? Did you get a chance to like you know school dancers, you know bands that emulated or tried to be, you know what I'm saying? Did you get a chance to go out with your sister to the school prom and they had music there? You know, what about those acts that came in the community? Were there bands around there or in your community where you grew up where you could enjoy local music at the fair? Local music? Or, no, you know, not. I wasn't really able to uh, too much. I think may, the only one that, that really stands out in my mind at the time uh, was Curtis Blow. Uh, we, I, he was a, he was a local favorite for quite some time, and uh, you know, every now and then he would perform locally. And I got, I may have had a chance. I, I think I saw him maybe one summer. Wow. So that's, yeah, that's, that that was yeah 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 that's uh. Yeah, that's something. That's that's the originator, the hip hop originator. He he's part of their origin, you know. So oh yeah, he's definitely see, one of the pioneers. Right, you got to see history. You got to see him. That's kind of cool right there. You know, that's where we 
that stuff started. So, so you didn't get a chance. Okay, so you didn't get a chance to see none of this stuff until later in life. So, far as your sister, did she did she have like a radio where she made you listen to what she listened to because it was only one radio in the house, or she kind of turned you on the stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that that is funny. That is so. Yeah, you really bring back memories. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it was, it was just a little. It was a transition, transistor radio, and maybe one stereo. <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, it was it was basically listening to uh, the Quiet Storm and uh, listen and uh, uh, wow, uh, listening to the Quiet Storm and what was ever on the radio at that time, whatever was big on the radio at that time. You know, um, shoot, the Delphonics. Uh, I mean, I, uh-huh. the list just goes on and on and on. I, you know, just just thinking wow. about it, uh, Shalimar back then. I, I mean, I know I'm probably saying some names that that uh, some of your listeners are probably like, okay, let me let me look these guys up on the internet. Um, you know, I it, it's uh, it, it's really too many to name, uh, but I mean, I think I, one of the advantages of public radio is that that would be a missing. And say going over to, to you know having to have to go over to uh, pay radio, I think is uh, you know just having that easy access uh, for the disenfranchised or the under the one those that are unable uh, to uh, to invest in in that type of um, mechanism to, uh, or media, uh, you know having that readily available uh, would be would definitely be missed, you know, but in 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 regards to public radio. Absolutely. There are just so many different ways to get music. As you said, everything's digital. There are things for pay. There are things for free. What is the technology buildup right now in your house? How does everyone listen? Because you said you broke your records. So what have the records been replaced with? Oh, oh, uh, you know, like yeah, it's it's, it's internet. It's um, you know, it's downloads. Uh, it's uh, you know a lot there's there's awfully there's television awful awful lot of uh, uh, it's it's just way different yeah uh, it's I don't even I don't think we've we've uh, we've I don't think we've purchased a DVD in two maybe two or three years so I, it, it, wow. I think it's primarily been yeah I, but then again I, I can't say I know myself I'm not a a, a major music Although music, is in, in, I'm encapsulated. I mean, it's, it's in my life. It's in all of our lives. I'm not a major music investor. I don't, you know, I'm not one of those people that has to have uh, a, a, a uh, the new DVD or the new uh, downloads. Uh, if I hear a single or two that I like, I might download them via iPhone. Uh, my kids, uh, they they do it off of their computer. Uh, you know, the YouTube is a, is a favorite, a fan favorite of theirs. You know that's that's usually the way that's usually the way it's done in in, in our home. Do, so, your, I, yes, Jay. I was, I was going to ask you: kids, Do you any any of your kids do any online gaming? And uh, just asking because uh, a lot of kids get turned on to music through those online gaming sites where they play music in some of the rooms. Do any of your kids do any of that? Uh, no, my no, my kids are not big into that. Uh, okay. But then, yeah, I, yeah and I, I don't necessarily, and I wouldn't necessarily say that they are the standard. Um, they, uh, you know, it's, it's. Uh, it, I, I, I think some of their friends are, are bigger into the online gaming than they are. They're not big on online games, and and they're also, we also keep them pretty busy. Um, in that they are speaking, especially musically uh, speaking. Uh, they do a lot of uh, playing on their own. Um, both of all my, I've been very fortunate that all my children play instruments. Uh, music play, so in that respect, music plays a big part of our lives, and and them learning the, you know, the the, the basics. You know how how to read music and play. Uh, we have an oboist, uh, a flutist, or flautist, I believe, <laughs> flautist, yeah, and a flautist, uh, uh-huh. and, and a, a clarinet player. player so. And a, a, yeah, a flute player and a clarinet player. So, <laughs> you know that you know they so that then you know from that perspective, then they start to learn some of the classics. You know, the, you know the Beethovens, the Bachs, and uh, the Mozarts, and and uh, many others out there that I you know I don't I couldn't name and, and myself personally could not I never could read music even though I played from time to time. 
uh, you know, they they are way ahead of me. They they are in competitions and and uh, recitals and auditions. So you know, they they spend a lot of time learning some classical things, uh, getting exposed to classical music where I had never even thought about. Right. Okay. Wow. Right. Right. That's good. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, I don't miss that. Do they get to play together? Um, so, do they get to play together at all, or try to practice, oh, yeah. practice together? Oh yeah. Yeah, we encourage it. They, uh, sometimes it's it's, uh, it's a little twisting of the arms to get them to practice together. Uh, but fortunately, uh, the the music school that they go to or the music uh, the music center that they go to um where they get tutored uh they uh, have a uh recital every year uh two to three times a year as a uh, uh as a, as a community contribution to the senior citizen homes in the area so they uh you know we take the, they have all the kids uh go and play uh, you know, ensembles uh, and trios uh, at at the various senior citizen homes to entertain them. Uh, they'll have they have a few coming up this uh, uh, in the next few months. Just because of the holidays, they have one this month and next month uh, to play in front of some of the seniors. And, and they so that's when they they do trios at that time. That's cool. Oh, okay. They get to play together as a family. Yeah. Yeah. They do. It's it's been beneficial, I think. So how how did you get them involved in these in, in these instruments? Did you did you did you make them do it, or they just on their own? Just said, I want to play oboe. I I want I want to play flute. How did that happen? Is it something you did? Is it something you could share with our audience? Some magical trick? Sure. You know, cause... Uh, you know I I wish I could say it was magical. Uh, it was a combination of of having the. The venue, uh, which uh, the school, they, they, luckily enough, the school still had a budget to encourage it, uh, which is, you know, that's a whole other conversation uh, that I think uh, uh, is, uh, is is definitely music is definitely underrepresented in many of the many of the schools, especially public schools these days. You know, monies have have been needed to go other way, other places. Uh, fortunately, they've been they were encouraged in school uh, to pick an instrument. And they were also encouraged at home, uh, you know, to play outside, just uh, to play also outside of school, uh, because in particular the uh, background. Uh, my wife is, uh, has a uh, background in music uh, as well, and uh, it was strongly encouraged in her household. So I think she just kind of brought that along, uh, and it, you know, it's just something that we've encouraged them to do. Uh, so it's, it's a two-prong approach, which I think is. You know, is is very important, uh, and that is all, that's oftentimes missing these days. Is that you know, it's it's influence from the outside, school, and influence from the inside uh, that that's encouraged them to go that direction. And what they did have the opportunity to choose which instrument they were going to play, but it was it was a given that they were going to be playing something. Okay. So. Wow. I can't. I can't just. I can't say that it was uh, that we had a trick. It was just strongly encouraged, and it was on both from without and from within. Wow. Okay. Right, so, so Dan, yeah, Dan, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the future of this music scene or this music is going? How do you see us doing music in the next ten years? What do you? What is your vision of what's going? What's going to happen with it? Give us kind of what you think. Wow, have, uh, uh, that, you know that's a, that's a that's a great question. Uh, the the future of music, huh? Uh, you know, uh, in in some ways it, it seems uh, in some ways it seems bleak. It, you know, in that I I just think that uh, there's going to be some things missed. Uh, I do think that uh, eventually there there will be. Uh, a, a serious uh, decrease in, in say public radio um, and and even maybe even uh, and, and maybe uh, definitely a decrease in audience size significantly in, in uh, for cable radio. Um, I think it's going wow. to be primary. I think I think most of it's going to be uh, the way it is, the way it's trending now. You know, just just via your phone. 
via the internet, via, uh, like you guys are doing. You know, it's, I, I think uh, I think the internet and, and online is is I think that's I think it's the future. Wow. So you, so you said you 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 probably said self programming opposed to programming for radio stations. Self programming is going to take effect. I, I, did I hear you correctly? You're saying do, I was saying that online programming. Yeah, online programming opposed to outsourced programming is going to take effect. So basically, you're going to be programmed from, from within online or self-programmed. You know, like when we were young, you know, you were waiting for the DJs to come on and they would play exactly. the song when they want. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Just yeah, you get you hit it on the head. Yeah, I think it's going to be more customized. I, I you know it's. It's not going to be like you said. Us waiting, uh, the kids waiting by the uh, radio to, to to hear what they want to hear. It's going to be this is what I want to listen to, and I'm going to get it. However, I'm going to get it, and for, you know, primarily however being online or or downloaded uh, through a download service. You know, nobody wants to wait for that song they want to hear anymore. You know, it, it's it's uh, it's just too readily available out there. Excellent. I've- so, Darren, I have a question for you about what is the like what the what advice would you give to parents in exposing children to music as they're growing up and to allow them to have music being a part of their life? Well, I I think the uh, the best thing to do is kind of look at it the way uh, we. Uh, uh, that were if you don't have kids and, and you might know this being a being a kid at one time looked at like it was something that was a given uh to be encouraged by the parents you know we weren't when we were kids it wasn't uh we weren't really given the choice whether or not we were going to brush our teeth or not it was just something we knew we had to do and i i think that parents have to encourage their kids from that perspective you know that it, that it was it's just the and, and not so much that you know, if you don't do it, we're gonna, uh, they're gonna be, uh, you know, punishment as a po- as much as you know, it it, it just becomes so, uh, so much a part of the individuals to be influenced to have that in their environment that it's just a given. Um, you know, it's, it's a given that we that they're going to be taking those Sunday baths. It's a given that they're going to be, uh, that they're going to be going to school. And in some households, it, you know, it's it's a given that they're going to be uh, going into higher levels of education one way or the other. It's not even, it's not a guess or maybe it's, they're going to, it's, it's just a given. And I think the best way uh, uh, for kids to be encouraged to uh, be exposed and and to go with music is to uh, have people around them. And it doesn't just have to be parents and people around them that make it something that is just expected for them to do and to be a part of. Excellent, Darren. Thank you very much for joining us. I Thanks, just have, yeah. I, I I would just like to open um, for a response about when you were growing up, who controlled the radio, and we've got a surprise guest who has just joined us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I I get hello. Oh, surprise guest. Oh, hey, okay. You know, it, it's funny because for the audience who doesn't know, this is my brother Darren, and I'm one of the people who works together uh, with Jay and Ian on the show. And it's so amazing because I didn't know that I was the person that called the radio growing up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, you the know, radio I, and the television. I mean, that, uh, you know, seniority wins out. You know, I, no, I wasn't going to be. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't have the. I didn't have to say in the house because it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was. It was you and mom and grandma. That. That was it. Lady Wallace out there. <laughs> I, I no, Ian. I kind of remember it being my mother, pretty much, who said what was seen and what wasn't seen. Occasionally, Ian and Jay, I got a chance to come in. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally. Seen or heard. I, oh, what are you, what are you, are you talking about television? Are you talking about television and radio? Yeah. Oh, it was I, I, tele- television and radio were, was run by the women of the house, and that was you guys. 
God forbid one television broke down because my cartoons were out the window. There was no cartoons then. <laughs> no space goals, huh? It was soap operas. <laughs> it was soap operas. And I better like it. <laughs> You're really, you know, Ian, that was so unfair. You're bringing us way back to when we were like, oh, God. What's the name of the show? What's the name of the show, Gal? Parents, kids, music. I mean, Ian, we were relegated. I mean, I got into soap operas because my mom actually watched um, all my children in General Hospital, so I became a lover of it as because my brother said, you didn't say no. You just listened. And music-wise, it was was WBLS. Uh, you know, it was, like I said, quiet storm. It was WBLS. Uh, it was. Uh, it, it wasn't going to be. I mean, you know, it, it, the urban the urban soul didn't come until much later, and that was and that was you know when the, as as uh, Gail got older and and well, you know was a teenager, and you know they allowed her to have more of a say. But you know, before that, it was you know it was it was going to be what was uh, it was going to be the classic soul on the radio. And classic well, you know, soul Eric, usually I, I meant the left at the time. I don't want the audience to know that I'm older than you, so you know, let's keep oh, that secret. Too late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Words <laughs> out. Words so, out. You know, it, it's funny because one of the things that I've come on to share with um, Ian and Jay, so I guess you have the privilege. You know, I, I can say this guy because he's my brother, so he'll pay me no mind. Um, one of the things I came on, we have a little special addition to is to let the parents and the adults, you know, who listen to music and the kids know that there's a big thing that's going to be affecting everyone, and that's the Stop Online Privacy Act. And right now, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, and Google and everyone is trying to stop this act because if you have a website that you listen to or your kids listen to, just even listen to music, even some parts of YouTube, the Stop Online Privacy Act is actually being enacted to, uh, for the entertainment industry to actually shut down sites where they feel there's any form of copyright infringement. You could even set a site up where no music could be downloaded, which you know kids like to download, and you could just be listening to music, and if they feel that there's any copyright infringement, they can actually shut your site down. And the Stop Online Privacy Act. or not. Yeah, exactly. And you only have five days to respond. So, therefore, if you have a revenue-based site or kids just like to be on that site to just hang out, um, it's going to affect everything. And especially YouTube, even though YouTube has like Vivo and all those other partners, there are a lot of people who just like to upload music and dance to it. And, you know, Darren, you talked about, you know, your youngest, you know, a lot of your kids watching the music online it may cause some problems there because they're saying they'll shut any site down. They only have five. If you're not a YouTube and you're a small company, you only have um, you only literally have five days to do something about it. So I just want to like you know to tell everyone about it and to actually you can just Google stop the SOPA. Stop Online Privacy Act again. That's SOPA. Stop Online Privacy Act and piracy, call your company. Sorry, Stop Online Privacy Act, and call your local congressperson, you know, and make sure that you let them know that this is not something you want to happen because it's it's taking away freedom from the Internet. Your kids might want to upload their favorite music, but but it's just not downloadable. There's nothing wrong with that. They paid for it. So just want to let everyone know about that, and, you know, let's join together and stop that. I guess we'll we'll become Occupy Music Street like it is Occupy Wall Street. (laughs) <laughs> music. Occupy yeah. parents, kids, and music. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? Well, thanks for having me, guys. Well, thank you for joining us, Darren. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for joining, Gail. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, guys. And Ian, I think we you want to bring on our very special guest that we have today. I will when they when they call in. <laughs> Okay, we got to give them a moment to call in. But, um, you know, I just, you know, just getting back to the Stop, you know, Online Piracy Act, it's really going to affect so many people. Right. And, you, you know, know, I'm someone who personally I've worked in the world of copyrights. I understand copyrights. There are things that should be respected. 
but at the same time, there have been protections, there have been safe harbors like the um, Digital Millennium Copyright Act, which in some ways gives people the creative license. Like you see so many like mashups, you see so many things, people sample other people's music. And, exactly. Exactly. And, and there's a lot of creativity. So, so Gail, are we ready for our next guest? Jay, are we ready for our, the next guest? Yes, sure, we are. Sure. And you know what? You know you guys are so good with what you do. I am going to leave you to take care of this next special guest. And thank you for having right. me on. Well, All right, Gail. Thank you thank for joining you. us. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have the author of Cheat on Your Husband with Your Husband. She also writes for Oprah.com and O Magazine. This is Andrea Sertash. Hold on one second as we bring her on. We are bringing on Andrea in a matter of seconds. All right. Hello, Andrea. Are you there? Sarah, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Thank you for joining us. It's Ian here in New York. We got Jay in California. Welcome to the show. Cool. Thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah, Andrea. Excellent. Yeah, I'd like to hear about the type, about the roles that music has played in your life as a child and as an adult. Sure. Actually, music's played a huge role in my life because um, I grew up, my grandfather was a pianist and, and my sister plays cello and piano and I play piano and violin and I just grew up in a very music-filled house. So uh, actually growing up, uh, my dad used to test us on um, whenever classical music was on the radio. He'd test us on who the composer was, and it's this funny thing that today I still play that game. Whenever I hear classical music, I'm determined to guess the composer right because I used to get points for that. So, um, yeah, classical music was definitely and jazz definitely um, big in my house. And then in the '90s, I, I discovered rap and other <laughs> other genres of music, which I really liked too. But I've always been in a musical family. And my sister is actually a music lawyer, so music is everywhere. Wow, um, I like the Andrea. This is Jay. I wanted to ask: uh, Did you have an upright piano in the house, or did you have a you know? Seven foot grand, or what kind of piano did we, you guys we have? We had a baby grand, and we had two pianos actually. Um, so we had a baby grand in the living room, and then an upright piano in the basement. And uh, because my sister and I would often practice at the same time, which would make a very loud household. <laughs> but and, and um, is, this your, is, it, is this your older sister or your younger? Yes, sister? I have only one sister, and she's a couple years older than me, and. Um, she she works in the music industry now, and she sometimes plays her cello in a rock band. And so, um, rock band. we yeah. And I'm actually married. My husband's a drummer, and um, my brother-in-law's a guitarist. So I, I'm music is kind of everywhere. Wow, yeah. and she has a, already she already scored a music. We have a thing called musical health, Andrea. You already scored an A plus, Ian. You got it everywhere. <laughs> ding ding ding! Awesome. <laughs> we never had a, we yeah. never had a guest like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's, it's music, well, it's I, music I, everywhere in the family. In like, I mean, you married into it. I mean, you, your sister. So my my question to you is just like what like what are your opinions about music about the future of music? Who owns music? Oh, that's a that's a good question. I mean, music. I think music. Uh, permeates everybody's lives and touches them differently. But in terms of the business of music, I wish I could, could, could call my sister, loop her into this conversation because she certainly has a lot of opinions on on that. She she defends copyrights, so she she's really worried about licensing and protecting artists and and all of that. But you know, I I don't know. I think um, I, I think music will continue to evolve and I think uh we'll find a way to um to access it for free and I just hope that the the artists are compensated uh fairly because I, I know as an author, you know, you, you you put a lot of work into something and uh you certainly want it to be accessible to everyone but you also need to be paid for your craft. 
So I hope there's a balance in the future where we're still compensating the musicians and the artists for their good work. <laughs> in a place where everybody wins. Yeah, in a place where everyone wins. You know, I mean, I think it's just that it's an awesome thing. I was just listening to Pandora, actually, this morning, and I was thinking it's like my own personal jukebox. It's so awesome to have so much access to music now um, everywhere. So I think that will certainly grow. Um, and it's, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, what other technology or services do you use to listen to music? It's mostly... Pandora, I mean, I, I have an iPhone, so I listen to iTunes and um, have, you know, bought albums there that I've downloaded. Um, and then sometimes I'll YouTube music if I want to watch videos or Vimo, whatever it's called, Vimeo. <laughs> um, Vimeo, I don't know how that's pronounced. Or Vivo. Uh, like, like Vivo is a service that's on YouTube that's, like, run by the record labels. Oh, cool. Yeah, I think I've just, like, I've accessed so much music online that these lost albums that I kind of forgot about from my youth, and it's so amazing to find them again. So, um, yeah, but I, I like the, the setup of Pandora. I like the fact that it suggests um, the services and technologies that suggest other music I may not know about based on my taste is always really exciting for me. So... Those are those are big wins. What do you guys listen Andre to? Well, um, I listen to a lot of jazz, Andrea. Um, mm -hmm. I speak, and I listen to a lot of like Herbie Hancock, Chick Career, you know, mm -hmm. Keith Emerson, right. Art. You know, I listen to uh, Art uh, Tatum and um, and stuff like that. But I was going to ask you, Andrea, like I'm in the classes, like who is your like who are some of the favorite the favorite pianists that you listen to, like Andre Watts or who, who would you recommend our artists audience listen to as great classical pianists? You know, I, I'm so bad. To, I, I feel bad. I can't answer that question very uh, intelligently. There's not specifically pianists that I follow, but I can tell you which composers that That's I love funny. who compose for piano. Um, I think Chopin is hauntingly beautiful if you like piano um it's classical, but fantastic. So Chopin is definitely one of my top. Um, I'm not a huge fan of piano rock, like Billy Joel. or I mean, I can recognize that he's talented, but it's not really my thing. So even though I play piano, I don't always gravitate towards uh, listening to piano, which is, which is kind of <laughs> interesting. Um, but, uh, okay. yeah. So you say Chopin, and that's not Chopin, but Chopin, right? Because, you know, when I grew up, I thought it was Chopin. You know? <laughs> yeah, not Chopin. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was Chopin until just now. <laughs> Chopin. That is hilarious. Yeah, I know. Uh, Chopin. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I like his uh, Polynesian marches. That's, uh, those are the ones that I like, the marches. Um, I think those are great, you know. Some of his other stuff is wonderful. He's, he's more like a jazz classical pianist. He's not really... Yeah, you know, he, he's just all over the place. I like yeah. Brahms also. Brahms is kind of dark, but I'm a Brahms fan also. But are you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Do you guys wow. listen to any any hip hop or yep. rap? Yep. Do you? Because I I really like I, I really like Tribe Called Quest and the Roots because I think they're so musical and they have like jazz influence and so I'm just curious if you like if you like them. They were, they were slamming on the other night on TV. The Roots were on the TV late night show the other night. They sounded so good. I yeah, as they, as they are every night. <laughs> yeah, they're they're awesome. Like I, I just find it amazing that the Roots, I, that the Roots have been together and they just continue to record and tour. Yet they, yet they are the house band of late night with Jimmy Fallon five days a week. And apparently <laughs> they don't live in New York. They live in Philadelphia. They take a bus to and from Philly every day. And it's wow. amazing that how hard that they're working and just continuing to just make music like that. That is amazing. Yeah, and they've been around. Like this is probably I I discovered them in the '90s, but I mean I don't know how long they've been together. But that's amazing. Yep. I remember the first time I saw them was 
was 1999 in Philadelphia at Veterans Stadium opening for Dave Matthews Band. Oh, wow. Wow. That's wild. Santana was also Andrea, there, too, that show. It was a fun show. Andrea, I think, I, I think Andrea, Ian, I think she's amazing because here she's yeah. coming from a classical a classical background to the roots. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy to me, you know? That's so crazy right? to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's twisted. That's crazy. So I just think that's 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 uh man, you just uh, that's great. That you just you're just a musical person all the way all the way around because Thanks so much crazy. for having me. I it's fun Absolutely. to always Thanks fun for to joining us. Thanks. Okay, yeah, take thank care. You so much. Bye. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Right, bye. <laughs> thank you everyone. Wow, Jay, what a show we've had today. Yeah, we gone were. from <laughs> we went from sunny. We got you in sunny California. We got sunny Florida. We've got rainy, rainy, rainy New York and New Jersey, and just a right. diverse just just discussion of music. Just really just going into the heart of what we go on talk about about just different genres, about creating music, about protecting music, I and mean, what Gal was sharing about the privacy, uh, I mean, the piracy, yeah, privacy, piracy, it's crazy, it's like piracy, privacy, it's piracy, <laughs> and, and and just, I, and just like the interplay of just the brother and sister as adults just reminiscing on their lives, just listening to the radio or television or even with their mother, like, that was great, I mean, yeah. We, <laughs> I'm just like, like, it's like, this has been a great show, we thank everyone, we thank, I mean, we thank Darren, we thank Gail, we thank Andrea, and what a what a day it is! It's and it's almost time to wrap up the show. Next week uh-huh. we're going to have our special Thanksgiving episode. Are you excited about it? Yeah, if you hear me smacking well, while the show, don't mind anything. If you hear some chewing going on, don't worry about it, you guys. But it's it's actually going to be on Thanksgiving <laughs> Day. We're going to have the show actually next Wednesday. Wednesday, oh, man. The, day, the day before Thanksgiving. So if you hear some noise in the background, it might be the balloons being blown up for the parade. Yeah, it might be the balloon being blown. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk a lot about it next week, about turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions and whatever games on NFL Network. It's going to be a beautiful day before Thanksgiving next week. The Muppets is opening next week, and there's going to be a lot of music there. So hopefully I I will. I I, I mean, to cut you off again, but I'm wondering, too, what kind of music do you listen to on Thanksgiving? I mean, we never got there before. I'm just wondering, like, what do what is there a Thanksgiving song? You know, we'll, I guess we'll figure like, it out next like, week. I think the most famous Thanksgiving song is is Alice's Restaurant by Earl Guthrie, which I know is something that many radio stations famously play at 12 right. p.m. on Thanksgiving right. Day. But it's funny because it's always right. been about the um, about being the day before Christmas. I mean. Like, the whole idea is it's the start of the holiday season. Like, when the right. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade started, I mean, it was on Thanksgiving. It used to be called the Macy's Christmas Parade, but it was on Thanksgiving. Right. And then the next day after Thanksgiving is a technology day, Black Friday. So everybody's going out to buy these techno toys. So we can talk about that, too. We can talk about all the toys. I'll we'll talk about the fun <laughs> stuff I did. The, 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 the one fun toy I just recently bought, which we'll share later, but first, Jay, okay. you, well, we had a question which we talked about earlier in the show. So what is your treasure, Jay? Well, my treasure this week is people getting along with each other and, 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 and listening to each other. So the type of socializing where people listen and work out their problems, that's my treasure. So I salute those people who can sit down and talk their things out and iron things out. I was able to get in a situation this week where I had to sit down and kind of talk talk myself I, and, you know, talk myself and agree. Unlike the NBA, but I was able to agree with somebody I just didn't agree with. So uh, my trend is to be able to communicate. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the second in the 90s. All right. Okay. 
I, I guess my treasure right now is just bandwidth. It's oh. just amazing how much content we have at our fingertips, that things that are available just through the air, and it's like these super-powered airwaves, it's digital airwaves. It's not the linear thing anymore where it's like you only have three channels on your television. You've got infinite channels. You've got infinite programming. You have a lot of professional programming, amateur programming, things you can make yourself. I've Wow. The fact is that it's just in the air that, like, I can use my phone as a radio receiver or to watch TV uh-huh. as just such a powerful thing. So, so Jay, it, it, is it, it is time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Does it matter if it's digital bandwidth or analog bandwidth? Do you, you get a preference or it doesn't matter? I, I'm talking about digital because okay. you can hold a lot more data in digital because it's not this one unidirectional thing. Even though I like the idea of broadcasting, and I know that like one thing I've read is one reason why the Super Bowl is so popular even today is because it brings people back to a time where there were lots and lots and lots of one-way unidirectional must-see events which doesn't really exist anymore. You see so much fragmenting with things like the Miss America pageant, which used to be one of the giant ratings draws on television, and it isn't anymore. Oh, okay. To the point where it moved the cable for a few years because of a lack of interest. So it's just just really about uniting people together, and sometimes it's not a super large group, but... Just creating connection. It doesn't have to be mass connection anymore. And, okay. And digital bandwidth allows that. So, Jay, what a great show we've had. Thank you so much Wonderful. for being here. Oh, and yeah. I, all right. So we will we, we will see you or hear you or listen to you next week on Wednesday. So thank you, everybody, and have a great day.